Ingram for the win. Yes! Three tenths of a second. His lane. Tune in to All Things Pelicans. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Tay Visual Network, and this is the All Things Pels podcast. I'm your host for the day, filling in for Janani and Travis, Dante, aka Tay Visuals. And if you guys are on YouTube, give us a like, give us a comment, or subscribe. We appreciate everything. It's a new show, so we getting it together and trying to provide this content for you guys. Also, if you're listening on any podcast platforms, Go there, check us out, give us a review because we will be uploading the audio version to all podcast platforms. But got a packed show for you today. Last week, the Pels was on a seven-game win streak, but that turned fast into a three-game losing streak on a West Coast trip. And Jelani and Travers said they were going to win 10 in a row. So catch them while they duck, and we got to see them, you know, because... They ain't here because they they lost three in a row. So we might got to put out an APB for them or something like that because they are missing and the Pels are losing three games in a row. But big game tonight against the Bucks. We get Zion versus Giannis, and I'm looking forward to that. I will be tuned in. That's going to be a great matchup, and I believe they're going to be checking, going to be guarding each other because Valentunas against Brooke Lopez, and that leaves Giannis. Was Zion, so that should be an inside. We're gonna see a lot of points in the paint, probably. So, but pack show today. We're gonna talk about this three game losing streak, buck game tonight, and we're gonna talk about the schedule for this week. But we're gonna get into right now the three game losing streak because they lost the West Coast trip back to back games against Utah, and they lost to the Suns. And we know the Suns are kind of becoming a a slight rivalry. They talked about it. Jelani and Travis talked about it a little bit last show of how it's not a rivalry into the playoffs. That was CJ saying until they're competitive in the playoffs. But I think they were pretty competitive to say they didn't have Zion last year. I know Devin Booker missed a couple of games that first series, but and it took a Herculean effort from Chris Paul where he didn't miss a shot to beat the Pels. So I think they split the series two two this season already. So. And Devin Booker exploded for 58, so and try to get a cheap bucket at the end to go for 60. And I know the Pels fans probably don't care because they can't be too too much hypocritical about it because Zion did it, and we know the Suns starting in the playoffs with Mikael Bridges. But they were trying to send a message, and I'll look forward to this. I love this in the NBA. I love when new teams go at it and just. I love when they just have play-on-player rivalry, especially I know it was kind of Devin Book and Luka last year, and Luka smiling in his face when they were up 70-31. to 31. I, Trey Young in the Knicks, they have that going on. Other um, little rivalries, they had LeBron versus, LeBron versus the Warriors for a long time. LeBron, the Heat versus the Spurs, stuff like that is exciting for the NBA, and I'm looking forward to the Pels. I, I would like to see that matchup in the playoffs again. With both teams healthy, with Devin Booker there, well, with Zion there, and Brandon Williams was out this time. But let's get to this losing streak and the West Coast trip, a road trip. Three losses, um, a tough loss against Utah, the first one that broke the streak. Just wasn't on for the just wasn't on for the um Pels that night. And another loss against the Jazz. Well, some questionable refereeing, I'll say, but game with the OT. 
And this is why I feel the Pelicans need Brandon Ingram. He's a good closer. And it's always bad when you're missing a player who puts up 20 points per game. And he's long. He's rangy on the defensive side of the ball. And get some blocks, get some steals, get in the way of passing lanes. But I think he's really missed on that offensive end when you have someone to close. Other CJ is a good shot creator and can get his own bucket when he could, but it's good to relieve that pressure off CJ now that he's moved to the point guard since he's came to the Pelicans. He he wants to facilitate more, get people involved, and also he has to get his own shot. But when Brandon Ingram is there, it's easy for CJ to pass that off. And score efficiently as well. He doesn't have to be the second option scoring. And the first um, the first guy who has to facilitate the offense as well. Zion could be the first score. Brandon Ingram could be the second. Or you could flip-flop those two any way you want. And they can work like that. But Brandon Ingram impact is missed on, on closing games, creating shots for itself, and opening up the offense a little bit more because we know Brandon Ingram is money from the mid-range game. But also... Kind of concerning Devin Booker scored 58 on the Pelicans when we know the Pelicans, they're not a bad defensive team, I'll say that, but we know they're not amazing as well. They give up um 10 offensive rebounds on average per game. I don't like that number with Valanchunas and Zion Williamson. I think Zion could be a better rebounder for itself. I don't know what he's averaging at rebound. Let me check it. I know it's not a big number, though, but. Let me just check that right now. Uh, Zion Williamson rebounds. Look at that. Oh, we'll let that pull up. Why something? But Zion, I'm trying to get that for you guys. He averages seven rebounds. I think that can go up as much as Zion is in the paint. I think he can get that up to about ten rebounds somewhere like that because he's so athletic. He could just get rebounds mainly off his athletic ability, to say the least. But I didn't like that 58-point game from Devin Booker, considering they have two rangy defenders with Trey Murphy on the um, wing, Herb Jones on the wing, and they have Najee Marshall, a defensive specialist. They have good wing depth. Everado's a good guard defender, and I think they could be better defending 58 points, That's that that shouldn't have went down. Devin Booker put him on their back to say he missed that last game. And he went he he went crazy and he um put a dag in a um Pelicans fans' hearts on that um one. But moving on, I wanna um get to one interest interesting stat that I pulled, and I have it right here for you guys. The Pelicans are ranked 29th in the NBA and three pointers attempted. At 30.1 per game. 30, 30, they attempted 33s per game, basically. In today's NBA, that's very low. <laughs> very low, 30, but they, they make 11. So they had a good percentage, I'll say. But I think the Pelicans need another shooter on their team. I don't know if it's just me. I see a lot of Pelicans fans on Twitter, and I see them... Just online, period, asking for another big and my, like Miles Turner. But when Jonas Valanciunas is playing 23 minutes per game, I don't think a big is automatically needed. Is Miles Turner going to be playing at the end of the fourth quarter or are you going to have Zion at center with Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, 
Herb Jones or Trey Murphy and another playmaker? Are you going to put a center out there when you're playing these teams like the Dallas Mavericks, the Memphis Grizzlies? I know Jonas Valanciunas can match up well with Steven Adams. They're two bruisers. But is another center necessary unless you're trading Valanciunas for Miles Turner? And now I have to look at the contracts to see if that worked. But I think they can use a shooter. Bogdanovich is out there. Um, The Pelicans have a boatload of picks where they have – some nice picks. And I think they can go out there and get another a wing shooter or a point guard who's more on the facilita- facilitating side other than CJ because CJ's not a born pure point guard. Nothing's wrong with that. But I, I think they'll f- feel better about their squad if they can get another shooter because 30, even, even though they score a lot in the paint with Zion, Valentunas, we know Brandon Ingram, he hasn't been playing, but he's a mid-range guy. C.J. McCollum's is, his game is primarily mid-range. He's not a sharp shooter, but he's a good shooter. And we know Herb Jones is not a sharp shooter as well. Trey Murphy is probably the only dead-eye shooter on the um, Pelicans team. But I think they can use another shooter. The big man... It's not number one for me, but they can use a backup big as well. They don't need a Miles Turner. They need a, a a viable big man who can come in 10, 15 points a game, 10, 15 minutes a game, sorry, and probably stretch the floor somebody who can fit perfect next to Zion. And I think that will be great for them. But let's get to that. I, I, just, I just thought that was an interesting stat, them shooting 30 points, 30 um, three-pointers per game. But – Let's get to this slate. Three games scheduled this week, and they have the Bucks tonight. Once I, I touched on a little bit with Zion and Giannis, it's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna get into Brandon Ingram is out, Larry Nance is out, and Chris Middleton is out. Um, it's been a banged up year for Chris Middleton. Came back against the Lakers. Um, played another game after that, I believe, and then got banged up again with some knee soreness, I believe. So. Hopefully he can get healthy and um, make a run for the Bucks team because he went out last year in the playoffs and that really like sunk their chances of repeating as champions. So, but this is gonna be a um, good team. The um, Bucks are championship contender, first in the East, been dominating all season. Well, I ain't gonna say dominating, but they've been a great team all season considering Chris Middleton has been out and they just a solid team every every regular season. Man, the Bucks are. A top of the East, even though the East isn't that strong, they'll have, have about four to five teams that are contenders, where in the West, you don't know who's coming out the West. But the East, it's shorter than what you it's, – it's a smaller list. You know, the Celtics right there, the Bucks are right there. Um, who Who's the third – oh, um, the Nets are right there. They're on a seven-game win streak, boy. Watch out for them Nets, Kyrie and um, KD. But the Nets are right there. Cleveland is a good team. Um, They're young. They just added Mitchell, but he's going to help them in that playoffs. And I think Philly. Philly's been banged up, but you can't rule them out as well. But that's kind of teams over there. And the West is real deep. You have Memphis. You have the Pels. You have Dallas. You have the Warriors. They're struggling right now with Steph Curry out, but you can't rule them out. If the Lakers make a trade, they probably can do something. Um, who's out the Mavericks for Luka? They're struggling. A lot of people are struggling. If you go on a good win streak in the West, you can sit on top the um, Western Conference standings. But with this game, I have the Bucks. Sorry to say this. 
Pelicans fan. I have the Bucks winning this game, even without Chris Middleton. And sorry to um, I think the win streak will, what a lose streak will continue to four for the Pelicans. But the Pelicans have five out of their next six games are going to be at home after they lost the three game road trip. On the West Coast, they have five of the next six games are going to be at home. The only one is away is Oklahoma City, and that is a very winnable game, and I think they could pull that one out, which is this week. So the slate this week is the Bucks tonight. They have the Spurs, and they have the Thunder. Three-game week. So they get four days of rest or practice to get all the kinks and things out, but I think the Pelicans will go 2-1 and one this week. And they can get back on the schnapp. I think they'll lose this game tonight and win both games against the Thunder and Spurs, who, which are teams who supposed to be tanking. Um, and then a race for Wimbiana. But I have a lock for tonight game, and I don't know if you guys are like it on the pale side. I already say we lose, we're losing, but my lock is CJ McCullum will be under 19 and a half. And this is kind of a iffy lock for me, but. I'm going to go with it. I just have to let it out there because CJ, his last three games, let me point it out for you. He had 14, um, 27, and I believe 28. Let me make sure. I don't want to be mistaken, y'all. I don't want to just be giving out numbers. All right, yeah, he had 14, 28, and 27. His last game was 27. But his field goals attempts are up. We know Brandon Ingram is out. He's getting his shots up. Against Utah, that broke the streak. He had 17 shot attempts. Against Utah, again, 25 shot attempts. Against Phoenix, 19 shot attempts. So, with 27 points. But, with Drew Holiday and Javon Carter being good defenders, Giannis and Brooke Lopez being great rim defenders, I think it's going to be kind of tough on C.J. McCollum to get over 20 points. Well, 20 points because Drew Holiday and Javon Carter, they are great defensive guards back there. So that's my lock for the night. CJ McCullum under 19 and a half. If he got, don't, don't come to me. Um, if you bet it, if he get over the um, 19 and a half, good. That's probably a good sign for the um, Pelicans and they probably going to be in a good game and they probably going to win. But also the spread was plus one pals when I looked at it earlier, but now it's even. So, hey, that tells you how good the Pelicans is this year. Even though Chris Middleton is out for the Bucks, they still are a good team. And the Pelicans are a great team this year. And it's fun to have some Pelicans basketball. And we're going to see some playoff basketball this year, um, barring a crazy debacle for the Pelicans, which I don't think that's going to happen. But and the over is 228. And a half points this game. I don't know if this. I don't know if this game will be over 228. But. It's going to be interesting to see. But like I said, my lock CJ under 19 and a half. I don't want to lock the 228. But. So I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lock the 228. So. I ain't locking that. Just CJ under. Um. CJ under, um, what I, hey, I'm losing by his CJ under 19 and a half, but that's going to wrap it up for this show. We had a game tonight. Y'all tune into the game. 
We're going to be having recaps soon on all things Pals Pod, a show. We're going to have live streams as well for post-game recaps. Um, so when the game's over, you can come here and listen to the host um, recap the game and see what they saw. And just come vent. Let your feelings out. Get some questions out. Once again, all things Pals Pod. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe to grow the channel because we're going to be putting out content consistently for you guys. Also, if you're on any podcast platforms, give us a five-star review. We're going to be um, loading that up on there. And let's hope those Pals get a win, even though I predicted a loss. But all things Pals Podcast, I'm your host for today, Dante, and we out.